It is a blessing to be able to look out and see you here today. Uh, a wonder, wonderful gathering of folks, some uh, wonderful faces that I see, and some visitors. And I want to uh, welcome everybody who is a member of the body of Christ, um, members of the congregation here, or whether you are um, just visiting and uh, from out of town, a member of uh, another congregation, we're just, we're just glad to have you with us. And if you're somebody who's seeking Jesus, we're also pleased to uh, have you with us today. Uh, a question has come. And the question seems uh, so very simple. And it is, uh, as, I, as I'm even considering the lesson here, you've got the outline before you if you picked up a bulletin. Uh, the, question, the first question, what is a blessing? And the follow-up question that was given, uh, that was submitted was, what should we call a blessing? So if you have an outline, you can, you can grab that. And we're going to be addressing that. And I want to, as with all questions, I want to... Um, go to scripture to be able to say what the answer is. And I want to uh, speak as little on my own as possible, uh, but I do want to kind of connect the dots. And I found for this question, this the idea of a blessing, it's something we, if, if you could go back in this service that we've already had, the number of times that the word blessing has been said, it's, it's quite numerous. There's going to be, I would assume, be, even apart from my own uh, talkings here at the beginning of this lesson. Probably um, double digits already for how many times we have said blessing in songs and in uh, the prayers, whether we have used the word bless or blessing or, or blessed. We're going to consider this word because we use it so much, but what would you say it means? And I found the easiest answer for that is in the New Testament when you turn and you look at the word bless, and there is another word that's also used on occasion for the word bless, but I want to consider this, this New Testament word. Here is the base word, which is the verb to bless. New Testament to bless is um, that word that is um, uh, written there for you, eulogeo. Um, and it's two, it's just as many of the Greek words are. It's one, one word, two basic words, two root words that are put together. You means good. And logos, the latter part of the word, is word. Good word. Um, so this idea of bless or to bless means to, to say a good word. Or uh, and I wrote my own definition here. I looked at a lot of different dictionaries and stuff, and kind of their their thoughts. And after studying the scriptures and looking at how it was used, I just I just wrote this: to bless is to bestow goodness or favor upon someone or something. And it's often through the spoken word, or often associated with the spoken word. Okay, so, the, so then you flash back to the Old Testament. And the first time in the Old Testament then that the word is used, and so in the, in the Bible period, turn to Genesis chapter 1. The word bless is used twice. And if you, um, if, if you look up that word, it's B-R-K is, the, is the, the basic form of it. Barak 
is the word that is given for blessing. And um, for those of you who like to understand the connections between words, if you're into the languages, I understand that this word for bless, barak, in uh, Genesis and through most of the Old Testament, when the Jews translated their Hebrew into, um, into Greek, they used the word eulogeo. So it's, the, it's in fact the same word. The Jews who translated considered it the same word. So this is basically the same word, though it has a, uh, a different kind of, I don't know, it's a, the word barak is uh, also connected with to kneel, um, to kneel down or to bow. So it's kind of a, a strange word to use, but it's how they translated it. So, but you'll see in Genesis 1.22, um, and this is, uh, God who is putting living creatures in the sea and in the air. So this is, as we would tend to think of it, sea creatures and all flying animals. And after he made them, he said in verse 22, God, it says in verse 22, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water and the sea, water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was morning, there was evening, the fifth day. So here's the fifth day, and this is the first time that God pronounces a a blessing in Scripture. So now all the other days, God had said at the end of those days that it was good. um, So you can see in verse number number 10, God saw it was good. Um, In verse number 12, and God saw it was good. So he says it's good, it's good, it's good. Now this is the first time that he actually pronounces... He blesses and says. And so here's the first formula, the first typical thing, and this is how, we, how you can see the connection between, beside, or according to the definition that I have blessed it with. God had made all the other things good, but with these animals, God blessed them and said. And so he pronounces this, this goodness, this, um, for them to increase, for their growth, for them to be successful in regard, he gives them his favor and pronounces a goodness for them. And so that is kind of the formula then you see is that often a blessing is connected with some words of blessing. When God says a blessing and then he says it's going to, you're going to experience this goodness, I trust God and he's going to do it. And his, his blessings can't be broken, they will come to fruition unless we violate his trust. Okay, so so that's Genesis one twenty two. It's also mankind is blessed um, uh, in that in that passage, chapter one, verse twenty eight, God blessed them and said. God blessed them and said. And so there you get and man is to be fruitful and to multiply also. So it's it's this pronouncing of goodness, the idea of to bless. So we're looking at the verb first. To bless is is the main root in what we have to address first. And so what does it mean? It's a good word. When God blesses something, he says a good word about the animals, about the people, and gives them a blessing to go and do what he wants them to do. He gives a blessing. He gives his favor. He bestows goodness upon them. Now jump to Genesis chapter 12. So again, we're just building this in our minds, kind of what this idea of to bless means. Um, 
And then we can ask the question, well, what is a blessing? So, um, chapter 12, in verses uh, 1, 2, and 3, this picks up with Abram. The Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. So that's language, that's talking, that's speaking. Um, But God doesn't give a blessing in that. However... He doesn't bless in that. But verse number two then, listen, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. And I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now when God says, I will bless you, you know, well we picture, you know, God's going to give this, give Abram and his nation good things. He's going to be with them. He's going to help them. We hear all of that. When when God's on your side, he is going to bless you. It's, he's going to do goodness. He's going to bestow his favor upon you. So this is the idea of what it means to bless. But at the end of the verse number two, he said, when he says, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Here's the first time in the Bible that we see this term, a blessing. So now we get to, and that was, goes back to our original question, what is a blessing? Well, it's, we learn here that Abram is going to be a blessing. Somehow Abram, and later his name is changed to Abraham, he is going to be a blessing. So now we're getting kind of at the, the idea of, now we can define, start to think about, well, what is a blessing? What do we call a blessing? Well, I can call Abraham, he was a blessing because God was calling him a blessing. That's pretty good. If God calls something a blessing, we can call it a blessing, right? Well, let's read, read the next verse because we're going to read a why. And so this idea of blessing, there's kind of always this why behind it. There's always why. What is it that makes something good? How is it that I can pronounce or bestow goodness or pronounce favor upon something? Or how does God do that, really? How does God do that? And then how can I do that? There's a reason behind it. But what is good? Okay, and so verse number three says, I will bless those who bless you. So Paul, and here we're hearing this word so much and it just seems to be in so many ways, used in so many ways. So God's saying, I'm going to give you, bestow my favor upon you and give you goodness. Um, uh, I will give, not to you, to those who bless you. So now God is just talking about other people blessing Abraham. So other people can bless other people. There were people around in the nation, uh, around in the, the world. People, Abraham was going to run into people. Anybody who bestowed goodness to Abraham, pronounced goodness to him, did good things to him, anybody who blessed Abraham, God was going to bless them. So here, I mean, it's just this general thought when you think about blessing. To bless someone or something, whether God's doing it or somebody else is doing it, it is just simply good word. And then doing what you'd say. So if you speak a good word to someone or about someone, and you, in fact, mean it and you honor it and you do it, you do good, not only do you speak good, but you do good, you are blessing someone. 
So people could bless Abraham, and anybody who blessed Abraham, God was going to bless them. Speak good to them, and do good to them. That's the essence of what it means to bless. Verse number three still. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. So the opposite of blessing someone or something is to curse someone or something. Now you can imagine, you know, speak, but you know, speak bad to. Of course, we think of a curse as it's not only you speak bad to them, but you're like wishing upon them the worst. And so the idea of a blessing, then you get a little bit of a glimpse of what it means to bless, is you're speaking good for somebody, you're desiring for them the best or the good. And you live in such a way that you really mean it. So blessings and cursings, they are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So whoever curses you, I will curse at the end of verse 3. And all peoples, all nations on the earth will be blessed through you. And now as we hear this, we understand, and I hope everybody flashes in your mind to the greatest blessing of all. How the entire earth is blessed because through the nation of Abraham came one man who was the blessed one. The blessed son of God. And that is Jesus Christ. And through through Jesus, everybody can be blessed. So that's the... The greatest blessing of all, and we as Christians, it's going to have an impact upon us as to how we think, how we treat others, because we know we have been blessed through Jesus Christ. Okay, so here we are, and we find in this, uh, in this language, you know, it's, it's very simple language, but it becomes very complex to me, even as I you know, got ready to get this lesson and try and put it in a format on paper, a blessing and to speak a blessing, to be a blessing. You know, there's so it's, there are so many different kinds of uses, but as you just think about it simply with the, the definition that was good given the, the idea of to bless something is to bestow goodness or favor You want somebody or something to be good and successful. You want goodness. And it's often given then through the spoken word. All right. So now, um, for instance, today, I I pray that you would be blessed through this service. And so if, if a service or worship then doesn't do everything to the best of our ability with our singing and our praying and, and with the preaching and with everything that we've done, I wouldn't expect anybody to be blessed. But I hope that you will be blessed, and I want blessings upon you by being here today with the saints. I want you to be blessed, and hopefully everything that we have done and said promotes that, because we mean it. We want this Worship, and we want to be a blessing to you. So, the greatest blessings are from God. And notice in verse 3, when uh, God is talking about all peoples will be blessed through you, all nations will be blessed through you. I'll look at my note here for that verse. It says, God says he will bless Abraham and through Abraham. So this idea of through is an important thing here. Another concept that's important with blessings Through Abraham, God 
will then bless all peoples. God will bless all everybody on earth. Therefore, Abraham could be a blessing. So the next question is going to be, a, what is a blessing? Well, when God uses somebody to bless somebody else, then you, in fact, that person is, in fact, a blessing. You can be a blessing if you let God use you. And we see that through Abraham. So what is a blessing? If God can do something good for somebody else through you, then God has provided a blessing to that person, and you were that blessing. But in fact, and this is the funny thing, is, well, really, the one who was doing the blessing, it wasn't you, it was God. God was doing his good work through you. So God is ultimately the one who blessings come from. Every good gift. And that's what I want to point out with James 1.17. In James 1.17, you see there, and here's a New Testament passage. Um, and in this passage, uh, the writer is telling us that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. It doesn't mention the word blessing. But I think to me, this is a good definition for a blessing. Anything that is good, any good and perfect gift came from the Father. You know, if you get a good drink of water in this life, I I don't believe it is an exaggeration at all to say that you can get that nice cold drink of water or maybe some fresh air from an air conditioner right now, and you can say, God, thank you for the blessing of the cool air that you have provided. Thank you for the blessing of this cold drink of water that I needed. You provide everything I need, and you are so very good to me. Every good and perfect gift is from you. And that's just something for so mundane as, uh, or so simple, so ordinary as air conditioning or a drink of water. So I hope this makes sense. I hope when you start thinking about God's blessing, um, you know, we can start looking at every good gift. We can, we can thank God for the blessing of Abraham, because through Abraham we have received Jesus Christ. Praise God for Abraham, and Abraham has blessed us. Abraham was a blessing to me, because through him came Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for Abraham. <clears throat> Excuse me, for Abraham. So this idea of bless, what is a blessing, and what does it mean to bless, it's... It, it's it almost, it's just so, you know, we, like I said, we use the words all the time. And it really is all-encompassing, and there's so many ways to use the word. Um, even um, like when, um, okay, what time is it? Ah, I won't, I won't exa- go off on that one right now, but what is a blessing? Any good thing that comes from God. The other thing that's interesting to me is if you wanted to find good, try and wrap your hands or your mind around defining what is good. Ultimately, I like being a Christian because I and believing in God because I can look and say, well, God is the one who defines goodness. And if it's from him or if it has to do with his character, it is he's he's good. Otherwise, you're really, when you're trying to find something as um, abstract as, the, as what is good, you only can really come up with examples to say what it is. What is good? 
Well, it's a beautiful sunrise. That's good. You know, good is subsum- it's the opposite of bad. You find these, it's an abstract thought, and it's hard to define, um, other than, say, you know, a microphone. You can define that real easy. Because, well, it's a device that is made to uh, transmit and pick up sounds and therefore tr- amplify it through a, a other system. You know, you can define things. When you try and find abstract things, it gets a little difficult. To define goodness is difficult. To define what is a blessing, it, it, it comes close to that difficulty because it's a little bit more of an abstract thought because you're pronouncing goodness and, 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 and saying, I want the best for you. And it's just as simple as that. And it's a big, broad topic. So what should we call a blessing? That's next on the list here. What should we call a blessing? On the outline there, it says, Knowing that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ, if we can find a reason to speak a good word for something, then we can call it a blessing. Is a cup of water a blessing? I think to a Christian, if you really consider it for a moment, it is a blessing. It's a good thing that came from God. Um. Even suffering can be a blessing. So let's look at these concepts. First of all, turn to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. I have the New International Version before me, and I find it very interesting. If you have a different translation, and you look at your translation as I read mine, you'll see a difference here. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see a difference, some of you. The word praise be to God the Father. Uh, In some of the other translations that will say bless. The word used there is the word that was given um, above, eulogeo. You, however you say it. It's bless. Blessed or, or blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is blessed. He is, he is to be blessed. We should be speaking goodness to him because he is so very good. God is blessed, and there's a reason why God is blessed that's given in this verse. So blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? We need to bless God, praise his name. We need to, and and so you see the connection. The the thoughts are very related, very similar. And that's why the NIV can get away with translating it, praise be to God. Because when we're blessing God, we're recognizing his goodness and we're vocalizing it. We are praising him. To speak a good word is to praise. So they're very closely related. But God is blessed, and I ask the reason why in this verse it says, because he's blessed us. He has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. God has blessed us richly in Christ. And how did he bless us richly? How how rich is it? He has given us every spiritual blessing. All of the good things that heaven has to offer spiritually, we have received. Blessing, and, and it's funny, it, the word bless 
is in this little verse three times. Uh, good word. It's in here three times. And then it's not used in the rest of the, the letter to the Ephesians. But it's all, the entire book is all about the blessings that we have in Jesus. And if we truly understand how we're blessed in Jesus, then we need to respond with, to God in how we should live. That's what the essence of this book is. You have been blessed, so act like you need to act towards God. Respond to those blessings as you should. Um, so when you know how much God has blessed you, then as we go through our lives, what, no matter what we're doing, no matter what we're seeing, no matter what is happening, we look for the goodness from God in it. And if we can find goodness from God in it, then we understand that we have been blessed. When that flat tire comes, how do you count the blessings? Oh, God, thank you for this flat tire. I, I bless your name because I'm blessed at this time to be reminded of how many times I've driven down this road and you have been with me and kept me safe. Find the blessings in life. This idea of being blessed and what is a blessing, it has to do with our mindset because we're trying to be aware of everything good that God does for us. And, you know, you probably could uh, go a little overboard with this and start verbalizing blessings all the time and uh, absolutely make your coworkers hate you and probably with good reason if you are going around all the time, bless the Lord God because of this bad thing that happened and bless him because, of, you know, but that is the essence of who we are is that we're praising God, we're seeing his goodness even in the midst of of a messed up and broken world. So what do you call a blessing? Once you get this idea, the, the right mindset of what is a blessing, then ask yourself, well, am I paying attention to the blessings around me and am I recognizing them? Um, as it says at the end of that, Little thought there, should, what should we call a blessing? Even suffering can be a blessing. Some, at least some suffering can. And I think if you see this in this passage, the persecution was a particular type of suffering. And perhaps if you can find a reason, even an illness, to bless God. Like Job, folks. Do you get it? What did Job say? Lost everything. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even in the, the horrible things, Job with the right attitude and mindset, knowing that even though things stink down here, even though it couldn't possibly, I don't think, get any worse than what Job said, he was still saying, blessed is God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God has blessed me. He didn't specify how. Um, I think he should have gone on because he should have said, I still have life and breath and he's given it to me. Um, he's given me the, uh, blessed be the name of the Lord, because he's, he's helped me not to give up on him and curse him and die, but instead to bless his name. That was the blessing, is that he was able to endure. 
So blessings, what are blessings? It all depends upon your mind and what you think about God. Do you really believe that God is good? Um, 1 Peter 3, 14 you know, we're not, we're to, when somebody harms us, when somebody persecutes us, and, and it's in both of those verses, we're not supposed to do evil back. We're not supposed to curse them, but we are to bless. And we are commanded to bless our enemies. We're gonna, and, and so let's, let's consider that, and let's try and get to the, to the bottom of the bottom line here. Um, the next point says to bless something can be synonymous with give thanks for. Something, and I hopefully I've alluded to that already, that how these things, praising and giving thanks, you can see that in, pers- in particular. You won't see it in the NIV, by the way. You've got to use some of the older translations or more literal. Compare Mark 8, verses 6 and 7, with Matthew 26, verses 26 and 27. And even as Jesus blessed the cup, and he had given thanks for the bread... On another occasion, when he had he had um, um, blessed the he had given thanks for the bread, and then when he uh, took the fish, he blessed the fish. He blessed the food. How do you bless food? You don't make it holy, but how do you bless food? Is that God? This is a gift from you, and we are thankful for this food you have given it to us. It comes from you. Every good gift comes from you. And may you bless this food to nourish our bodies so that we can be a blessing unto others as we serve you and serve others. You know, the, the bless, it's just almost kind of this round and round with the thoughts that are there with who blesses and how we bless and who is the blessing. So who should we bless? Number one, we should bless God. Uh, in Psalm 115 Verse 8, it's a wonderful passage there. Older translations you have to use. But is that same word that's used above? Bless, bless, bless. Bless the Lord. That is what we are to do is bless the Lord. Uh, look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Uh, and we already read the Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed is the Lord. When we pronounce the Lord blessed, we are blessing Him. We are sharing we're speaking goodness to his name. He is good. Um, in First Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. NIV, praise be to the Lord, or praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessing him, blessed be him, we are to bless God. We're to pronounce goodness to his name. James chapter 3, should, if you're in the first Peter passage, James chapter 3 verses 9 and 10, listen to this. With the tongue we, literal translations, eulageo, with our, the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, so that is something that doesn't say we shouldn't bless. We should. We should. This is what we must do. We must bless, bless our God and Father. And with it, we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. So, yeah, hey, we should bless God. But we can't bless God and then go and curse somebody else. We need to bless others. We need to be a blessing unto others. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Here are the words of Jesus. And 
verses 27 and 28. But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. And I think this idea of blessing those who curse you, though people might come against you and persecute you or speak bad against you, you are going to speak good. Remember, good talk, good word is what we're talking about. To bless means to good word them. They talk bad about you all the day long. Find a reason that if you have to say something about somebody, say something good. Because just like mom said, it came from Jesus. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, but you can, then you can still do good to them. And in such a way, you're still being a blessing, even without the verbalization. Do good to those who hate you. How do you do good to those who hate you? Um, he gives some examples. If someone strikes you on the cheek, turn to him the other also. If someone takes your cloak, do not stop him from taking your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. So a blessing is not only just speaking good to somebody, but it is actually doing good. Because, by the way, if you speak it and then you don't do it, God, God knows that in a heartbeat and he doesn't like it. Hypocrites. Let us not do that. We need to bless others. So here's the challenge. Each day this week, it's a big challenge, by the way. Each day this week, find one reason to bless God. So all, all the day long, you're, you're really looking for something and... and for me, you're off the hook, I guess, for my assignment as soon as you find one. But I hope you develop a habit. Blessed are you, O oh God, because... Find a reason to bless God to say, you're blessed, you are good, you are awesome because of what you have done. Say why. And then also find one reason to bless someone else, even those who do not agree with you. Speak goodness to them. Or do good to them. That is how you can bless somebody, is to do good and speak good to them, even if they are unaware of it. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. So that's a big challenge today. This was a big, big question. What is a blessing? I hope in some way that I've taken what is something so simple but so complex and haven't made it utterly ugly and complex or weird or anything like that, but it's a, it is, it's a beautiful, interesting topic. And I hope it will make sense to you and will impact you because it comes with attitude. What do you think about God? And that will impact how you treat others. So be a blessing. Bless God for what he has done. Bless others because God's blessed you. And if you're not a Christian to, and you're here today, I encourage you, believe in Jesus. Be baptized into him, uh, per the instruction of scripture, so that you can receive every blessing that heaven has to offer you. Every blessing's in Christ, so you have to be in Christ. So believe in him, confess his name, decide you're going to live for him forever, and give up your own life in the watery grave and be raised to a new life in him now receiving the abundant blessings that come from him, recognizing in your life every good thing that comes from above. If you need to respond today, won't you please come as we stand together and sing. Let us make-